0: Hey everybody, Joe McCall, REI in your car. What's up, world? (music) Hope you're doing well. You know, last night I spent about an hour and a half watching these documentaries on YouTube about the Navy and about living on a battleship or an aircraft carrier and a submarine i went i watched a lot of these different videos and it's amazing i mean i'm so impressed and in awe of our men and women serving in the military and uh, the advanced technology and equipment that we have i know if you're in it all the day you know all day long you'll probably have a million things you could gripe and complain about because you're there in the trenches and you see it you know but those of us on the outside man it's just amazing we have the best military in the world and god bless you guys i was really i mean those there's people that will stay in a submarine for like four months at a time uh it's just crazy the technology that these things have but anyway that's not what i was going to talk about i just wanted to give a big shout out to our military especially the guys in the navy uh living out on those ships in those cramped quarters, in those little cramped beds, eating that kind of food, <laughs> not seeing the daylight, not seeing any daylight for like 3 4 months at a time, or being out in the middle of an ocean, not seeing land for a long time and just getting tossed around by waves and man, it's crazy. It's intense. I was going to talk about an example lease option deal today. The this is a, t- a typical question that I get, you know, how much should you negotiate with a seller when it comes to doing a lease option, right? Because there's different ways you can do a lease option. You can stay in the middle, which is the way I suggest you go into all of your lease option deals when you're making an offer. Make an offer where you're going to stay in the middle and do a sandwich lease option. These are great because you can control really valuable real estate without owning it, okay? There's something to be said for owning, uh, uh, controlling everything and owning nothing, So if you can control without ownership, uh, uh, that's why lease options is my favorite real estate investing strategy. And it's the same with wholesaling. You're controlling a piece of paper, controlling a property with a piece of paper and without owning it. So I love lease options. And so every deal you are making an offer on for a lease option, you should approach it with your initial offer of staying in the middle, with the intention of staying in the middle. So it's a sandwich lease option. You have the A to B, which is between you and the seller. The seller is A, you B are the investor. And then you sublease it out to another tenant buyer who lives in it. And that's the B to C contract. The B is you and the C is the end tenant buyer. And so you get cash now, cash flow, and cash later. You get cash now, you put a little bit of money down to give to the seller, maybe hundred bucks, maybe a thousand. maybe one month's rent depending on the deal what you negotiate but then when you put a tenant buyer in you're going to get three to five percent depending on how nice the home is and then that's cash now right then you're going to get some cash flow because you're going to pay the seller some rent and you're going to collect rent from the tenant buyer and there should be about a four or five hundred dollar difference spread between those two numbers and then you get cash at the end at the back end I like big back ends Okay, sorry. Because you get the spread between the equity that you're buying it from the seller at and what you're selling it to the tenant buyer for. Does that make sense? So you've got, I try to negotiate at least 10 to 15% off of ARV or 10 to 15% off current market value because that figures in repairs Um, And I tell the seller, that's the same equity you get if you sold with a realtor. So I try to give them, I tell you, listen, I'll give you the same equity you'd get if you sold with a realtor. And I'll take care of all the vacancies and maintenance and stuff like that. And I'll give them the same cash flow they'd get if they used a property manager. Should be fair. So anyway, I'm going to make the big back end because I am, there's this difference between what I'm buying it from the seller for and what I'm selling it to the tenant buyer for. So as an example, I would buy it for 85 cents on the dollar. I'd have a contract to buy it at 85% of current market value. And then I would sell it in two years for maybe 105, 110% of current market value. So there's about, what, 20, 25% spread there between those two numbers. Is that right? And numbers really good. And these you only do these with nice homes, pretty houses, median priced homes. You don't want to do it in really cheap homes? Definitely don't. And you don't want to do it in really expensive homes because it's harder to find buyers for those. Great deals. I love, love, love lease options. Well, what if the seller says, no, I don't want to do that, or they don't have that much equity, or they don't have that much cash flow, and do a lease option assignment. And basically what that is, is you get the property under contract for a lease option with you being the tenant buyer. And then you're just going to sell that contract or assign that contract to the tenant buyer. And your fee is about 3%. And you tell the seller that, listen, I'm going to make 3% off of this contract when I sell it. Yeah. And that's it. Super simple. That's how I quit my job back in 2009. I was doing uh, about three to four lease option assignments a month making more money than I was in my full-time job and I was only doing the lease options part-time so I've been doing them and teaching them ever since I love the lease option business so anyway um this is the second time I've been recording this podcast because the last time I did it I was driving around getting lost and I was confused and it was horrible (laughs) I couldn't know where I was going but I'm doing it again I am it's going to be better now it already is better now I can tell so let's do an example deal Let's say the house is worth $200,000. The seller has a property listed for rent on Zillow and I send them a letter and they call me and say, yeah, I'd like to sell this thing. I've been trying to sell it. So I talk to them and they say that, um, well, they, they, they agreed to to a lease option because they'd like to sell it. They like the idea of me taking over the property and they don't have to worry about anything. Right. They like that idea a lot. I call it my perfect tenant program because I'll be the tenant. So then I'm gonna send them an offer. So what do the numbers look like? Well, what I like to do is take 200,000, it's worth $200,000, doesn't need any repairs. I'm gonna take 200,000 times 0.85. And let me look at my calculator real quick here, hold on. Yeah, I was gonna guess 175, it's 170. I'm gonna give the seller an offer for 170, and I show them this is the same equity you'd get if you sold with a realtor, because if you figure, you're, you're not going to sell at a full list price, and I can show them in the MLS the average. Even in this uh, hot market right now, the average discount is about three to four percent, sometimes five percent, between the original list price and final sale price. And that's true all across the country. But you can show them real-time MLS stats that show that. It's about a four percent discount off of the original list price versus final sale price. And then you've got six percent real estate commissions. Then you've got carrying costs because it's going to take at least a couple months to sell, and then um, you got closing costs, and you're going to have to fix some things up. They're going to do an inspection and ask you to fix some things or whatnot. So, at the end of the day, you're only going to be walking away with 12. To, you're going to be paying 12 to 15 percent towards selling the property. So I'll get you the same equity. So my offer would be 170. Well, find out the seller owes 185, right? But I'm still going to make that offer. Why? How? I'm going to give them a five-year lease option. I'm going to give them a five-year lease option agreement. So in five years, they owe 185 Now, they may owe 170 in five years. I have to look at an amortization schedule, but it's not a big deal. Then I need at least 25% of the rent for cash flow. All right, so let's say the market rents are $1,800 for this house. I'm going to offer, I don't, I'm not going to pull out my calculator, but I'm going to offer them 75% of that. So usually I want to get at least $400 a month in cash flow. So I would offer the seller $1,400 a month in rent. I'd pay the seller $1,400 a month in rent. And hopefully that's what the mortgage payment is. Um, and if it is, I would just go ahead and make the mortgage payment myself, right? I use a third-party escrow company to pay the mortgage, to collect the rent, and to pay the mortgage whether I'm staying in the middle of the deal or not. Well, let's say the seller's mortgage payments are 1600 Why would a seller agree to that? Maybe they won't, but maybe they will, right? They would pay $200 extra a month for the peace of mind knowing that I was going to take care of any vacancies and maintenance repairs. Okay? Now, by the way, I pass on that risk to the tenant buyer, right? But anyway, so then you... uh the is going to... I'm making an offer for 15 grand less than what they owe. And they're going to be short a couple hundred bucks a month on their monthly payment. Well, they may say no, and that's fine. But it's a fair offer. Because if they're going to hire a property management company that's going to collect 10%, who's going to collect one month's rent every time they put a new tenant in there, who's going to take a cut of any kind of maintenance or repair costs, they take a fee from that or whatever, and they also make them uh, do a listing agreement with them so that if they sell it, they have to pay full commission on it or whatever. So at the end of the day, they're still only going to be walking away with 75, 80% of the rent anyway, if they hired a property manager. So regardless, I'm going to send them in the offer and see what they say. It's my perfect tenant program. I'm going to follow up with them. I might say something in my offer too. that says something along the lines of, listen, if this doesn't work out, call me. We have other options. So they look at it and then they say, ah, we can't do it. Well, I could negotiate with them. Maybe I can go up on price a little bit. I'll give them instead of 170, maybe I give them 180 instead of five years, seven years. So it's either price or terms. I can give them the price they want if they give me the terms that I want. So again, there's maybe I could do rent credits. So if 170 is too low and they, they would be willing to do it for 185, well, what, what are they willing to give then in exchange? I could do longer term, maybe instead of five years, do seven years. Uh, maybe instead of no rent credits, maybe I can get $200 a month rent credits. All right, let's say that they don't agree to 1400 a month, like they want 1600 a month because that's what their mortgage payment is, All right? But I'm going to be collecting 1800 That's not enough cash flow for me to want to stay in the middle. But what if I say, oh, well, how about this? You give me $200 a month rent credits... For every month that I pay the rent on time, you give me $200 credit at closing in five years when I buy the home. You got to make sure you run the numbers to make sure that'll work for them at the end of five years. That's a lot of money, right? So there's, you can negotiate all that stuff, but let's say you can't come to any kind of terms. They just, they don't want to do it. They want to do a lease option. And so you say, well, we could maybe do a lease option assignment and I'm not going to stay in the middle. I'm just going to sell my contract to a tenant buyer for a fee my fee that I charge is three percent. How much were you going to pay a realtor again? Six percent? Okay. Well, my fee is three percent, and I've disclosed to them that I am a realtor or I am not a realtor, or whatever, right? And then uh, that's a lease option assignment. You give the seller whatever price they want. So if they want one eighty-five or one ninety-five for it, I'm going to give them a contract for one ninety-five. And let's say the market rents are eighteen hundred. I'm going to give them a contract with the rent of eighteen hundred. So I now have it under contract to lease option. All right, sorry about that. I got disconnected. Um, But you understand what I'm talking about, right? I have it under contract at the price the seller wants, at the rent that they need, and I'm going to be the tenant buyer, and then I'm just going to sell my interest or assign my contract to the tenant buyer, and I'm out of the deal, okay? I tell the seller how much... I'm gonna make up front. I make the agreement non exclusive. So uh, if the tenant buyer sells it or leases it before I do, that's fine. I don't wanna tie up a property, quote unquote, right? So I make it non exclusive. So it's pretty, pretty simple, isn't it? Now listen, um, I also have a free contract that I can give to you if you want it. If you go to, I'm gonna give you a website here, write this down. I need to get a shorter link for this, but write this down. It's wholesaling lease options with an S dot com slash contract, wholesaling lease options dot com slash contract. I'll spell it out for you real quick. Wholesaling W H O L E S A L I N G lease L E A S E options with an S O P T I O N S dot com slash contract c-o-n-t-r-a-c-t you get that contract for free and after after you go to that page and fill out the little thing you i'll have a video after that that shows you how to use that contract so it's pretty cool my attorney prepared that contract and you can use it in all 50 states now it's just the initial contract. I want to be real clear. It's not like the the all of there's more paperwork that's involved. A lot more steps involved in lease options. So, but I cover that in my course. But check out that free contract and I have a video after you get it that shows you how to use it. Cool? slash contract and I'll see you guys later. Take care. Bye.